This is In the Ring with Sumo Heavy, a weekly e-commerce podcast with your hosts, John Suter, Bart Moraz, and Brittany Blackman. In the Ring features interviews with e-commerce leaders, as well as the latest news and strategies to give listeners actionable ideas and inspiration for their e-commerce businesses. The podcast is a production of Sumo Heavy, an e-commerce consulting firm with offices in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. Welcome to the another episode in the ring with Sumo Heavy. Today we have Christina Blake. It, she is the innovation lead at Sierra Interactive, focusing on bringing big data and fast insights to team members and clients of Sierra by overseeing the development new, uh, of new analysis tools, applications, and other products. Wow, sometimes I have a hard time reading things. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> but it's a live podcast, so here we are. Uh, she brings years of experience as a strategist, lead in-house marketing efforts for both large and small businesses. Welcome to the ring, Christina. Thank you. Can you give us a little bit of background about yourself and how you ended up at the current role and at Seer? Yeah, actually, um, it's a it's a great question. So I started out um, as a buyer, actually, um, right out of college, and I worked a lot with the marketing team and I, there were a lot of things that I loved about working with them. Um, and there were a lot of things that I realized that I was doing as a buyer, as I learned more about marketing that really translated into SEO, which was how I first got into Sear. Um, so I was doing a lot of audience research as a buyer and I was also doing keyword research as a buyer without knowing it. So just trying to understand the sort of terms that people would look for when they were trying to find our products. Um, so wanted to move into marketing and, and I ended up taking in-house roles and, and learning more and more about the different facets of marketing and moved to SEER for SEO. And at SEER, I found my love of automation and making things bigger and making things faster. Um, and so started at the SEO team there, but then we, we created a, a little volunteer group that was initially our data strategy group. Uh, we were teaching ourselves and each other how to use data visualization tools. Um, so how could we get more data, bigger data? Um, how could we connect different types of data to get cross-channel insights? And that volunteer group uh, grew into one of our uh, fastest growing divisions now. And then from that division, we actually split off again um, to the innovation team, which is uh, where I am now. And so we're kind of going a little bit further, one step further into creating scalable products, um, both for our clients and for our team members. So I've kind of run the full gamut, um, you know, worked in SEO for a very long time. And then now I'm focusing on, on trying to get better data into the hands of those team members, as well as the other divisions uh, at SEER. Well, that's awesome. I know Sierra for a very long time, and uh, Will, fun fact, is actually responsible for creating Sumo, basically. Oh. Um, he, he introduced myself and my business partner to me, and we basically started Sumo from there. So Will is nice. a good, good bud. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good story. <laughs> He's good at encouraging folks. He was, you know, he was one of those first team members of our uh, volunteer data strategy group and you know, really helped that crew. We'd come in Friday mornings, <laughs> just kind of teaching ourselves how to how to be better. So he was a big part of that. It sounds like he is really good at encouraging folks. Um, you know, <laughs> <Yep. new> roles. <laughs> he does. He does like to push people into things. <laughs> All right, let's get the meat of the things. Uh, what are you seeing in SEO that is working for e-commerce brands? Yeah. So I think 
one of the most interesting strategies that I've been focusing on um, maybe over the past year or so is incorporating digital shelf strategy into your SEO strategy. Um, and if you're not familiar with digital shelf, it kind of goes back to the way that we think about brick and mortar. So if you are a brand um, and your products are in brick and mortar stores, you might go into the store and you might want to focus on where are your products are in the end cap, you know, where on the shelf are they in the store? Um, pricing promotions, are they available in the store? Digital shelf is the same thing. Um, it's how your products are displayed online wherever they are found. Um, and so that translates into when you are working with retailers. So if you're a brand and you might have your own website, you might also sell through Lowe's or Amazon or Home Depot or CES or you know, any other retailer where your brand might be found. So you use digital shelf to kind of think about those same factors. Um, you know, people are going online shopping and their considerations are, are your product in stock? You know, instead of where are they sitting on the brick and mortar shelf, where are they sitting on the search results pages of that retailer? You know, are they at the top of the category page or are they, you know, not found on that retailer? Um, product page content. So how are you describing your product? Um, is it optimized? Do you have images? Do you have video? Um, as well as ratings and reviews, which is huge, huge online. And so the reason that I really like Digital Shelf, and it's more of a holistic strategy, um, but I think it's very elegant because you can, you can really layer it into your SEO strategy and kind of think about it the same way that we think about owning the SERPs. Uh, you know, when you look at a you're one of the priority keywords and you see multiple rich snippets, you know, you want right. to, you want to have an organic result and you want to have your people also ask result in your answer box. You can also think about those retailers as another way to get in front of your customers. Um, so it becomes a very holistic strategy. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's definitely interesting. I, I was going to get asked a, about what, what the thoughts are on digital shelf is. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a definitely a complex sort of world of of everything. Like SEO used to be relatively easy, right? <laughs> um, and when it comes to you know the pr sort of changes in e-commerce from just having a storefront to marketplaces, like what's the yeah. what's the strategy for you know somebody who has that um, sort of uh, channel everywhere, basically, you know, yeah. marketplaces from SEO perspective. Yeah. And I think one thing that was most interesting to me is when I was uh, first learning more about digital shelf. Traditionally, um, a lot of digital shelf tools are very direct traffic focused. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, their assumption is you go to Amazon.com, you type your primary keyword there, and then you want to rank on the top of those pages. Um, but we know that that's not really the case with Google all the time. So I've been focusing on going one step upwards. So before that customer goes to the retailer, what are they typing into Google and who's showing up? Um, and so that's a really important piece there um, because if you type in like, you know, wireless headphones, even if, even if Amazon shows up, it's not always their search results pages. Sometimes it's a category page. Right. Um, and so it's really important to, to understand that. And we've been able to work with some of those tools to allow us to track custom URLs um, since we were able to kind of let them know, hey, tracking search results pages and understanding our coverage on the retailer search results page is valuable, but we also want to track, you know, this really uh, valuable category page uh, that might actually have more visibility than the search results page for the retailer. Right. right. Um, you know, 
I look at Amazon and it's it's a it's a behemoth yep. <laughs> of things. Um, you mentioned at some point that it, sort of you guys are looking at, at scraping Amazon and looking at uh, sort of analyzing it and looking at you know what SEO kind of works because I look at it from a perspective of yeah I just shop on it. We really don't <laughs> you know we integrate into Amazon. It's just marketing is not our thing or SEO is not what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a personal perspective, when I look for things, I just look for things and buy whatever the good price on the first one, but knowing that it's not coming from usually Amazon itself, it's third party, like how to combat that. Um, you know, the question is like, how do you combat sort of the third party sellers who are some fake and some just bad to, you know, producing sort of getting your brand up there that, that shows up. Yeah. And I mean, that goes back to like all retailers, like understanding, you know, what their ranking factors are, how those algorithm works. I know, um, I know Amazon, I think recently had a, had a big exposure of fake reviews. Um, so that's, that's always hard to, to see how you're supposed to compete as a brand, um, you know, trying to do what's right by your customers and getting real reviews. Um, and so, you know, I would say just going, going back to Amazon SEO um, and and also going back to to the digital shelf part of you know where can you compete um, where is it realistic that you can focus on um, you know are you going to be able to beat out that product using you know Amazon SEO should you focus on sponsored products um, and trying to just understand what's the best venue to get in front of your customers. Right, right, right. Um, sort of on that same channel, since we're going to move it from Amazon, but if I'm a new store and I just put a store on, say, Shopify, um, mm-hmm. brand new, but what's the like few tips you would give a brand new store to be like, all right, we need to rank somewhere. We need to be a brand, but we just started. Like, it's a first day. Yep. I think that's a... That's a great question. And and it's something that I've been layering into content gap analyses that that like digital shelf lens. Um, you know, you need to prioritize. Um, if, and if you're a brand new brand or if you're a smaller brand, you don't have money to just throw at everything. So it's important to really understand where you can realistically rank, like where can your website um, or your, you know, Shopify store um out, you know, beat out the competitors and where do you maybe have to, to work with some partners? Um, right. and so that's where I would say like doing some good analysis and understanding the themes, um, where you really have that realistic ability. So one example I could give would be a recent content gap analysis with a, a digital shelf lens on it. We found that maybe for one theme, um, we just, we wouldn't be able to compete on the broad keyword theme. Maybe that's a place where we should be partnering with some publishers who have some great roundup content, or we should be partnering with a retailer. But then we identified that there were some longer tailed search terms. Um, so some, some search terms that had some modifiers and we were seeing that our site or some similarly sized competitor sites were getting into page one in great rankings. And so that's a really great way for you to prioritize and say, I'm going to focus on the things that I know I can win. And then the things that it might be harder for me to win at, I'm going to see, should I partner with someone? Um, you know, right. what's the best strategy? Really the focus is how do you get in front of your audience wherever they are versus trying to, you know, ram your way up uh, <laughs> to, to right. page one if, if you might not be able to get there. Right. 
Yeah, that's always the hardest, right? Like it's it's a crazy like, you know, through last year, a lot of people started their stores and trying yes. to compete. And that's one of the hardest like things because be- between not only the technology side of it, which we know, but then there's the marketing side of it. And then there's SEO part of it, like how it's such a complex world where everybody thinks it's just like, I'm just going to put the store up on Shopify and just, you know, make all this money. And it's like, it's very yeah. complex work. <laughs> <Yeah, but, laughs> absolutely. And I think that's um, something that I've appreciated about like learning more about digital shelf and how I can apply it um, to specific channels is the beauty of it is when you start looking at uh, a search term or like a, an analysis that it's not like you win or you lose. It's just it's the best opportunity for me to get there, um, which I think is helpful in, in prioritization and costs. It's just to think about it as owning the SERPs twofold. You know, what if I can get onto a page and maybe I have one organic result and there's four retailers? What if you click through to those four retailers and I'm on that page? Um, you know, that's just winning any which way the customer is searching. Right, right. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's some awesome, helpful tips. Um, Christine, where people can find you before I ask you the last question of the day, but where people can find you online or, you know, all the questions that people might have about SEO and e-commerce. Yeah, great question. Um, I'd say LinkedIn is the best way to reach out to me for, uh, you know, any SEO, any, any digital marketing, any professional items. Nice. All right. Last question of the day. What is the last thing you bought online? Probably a robe because I'm going on vacation for Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> nice. Nice. That'd so, be awesome. Very excited. <laughs> I haven't been uh, on like a real out of the house vacation for a little over a year now. <laughs> yeah, everybody's everybody. Um, at, most of my crew is, is trying to get vacations in right now, which is which is fun. I couldn't be more ready to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for, for your tips and thank you for being with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening. In the Ring is produced and edited by me, John Suter, with production assistance from Brittany Blackman. The show is a production of Sumo Heavy, an e-commerce consulting firm with offices in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. If you like what you've heard, head over to iTunes and give us a rating. And finally, if you have any comments, suggestions, or ideas for show topics or guests, hit us up on social media channels at Sumo Heavy. If you'd like to learn more about Sumo Heavy, find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. That's it for now. We'll see you next week in the ring.